0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, january twelfth. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Budget fight. Co-ops and grain firms seek deal. Purdue's principles. Priya pessimism and Patagonia shame. Lawmakers struggling toward a budget deal. Congress is heading toward another funding deadline one week from today, still trying to settle a host of major issues. Lawmakers say they're making progress on agreeing on higher spending limits for defense and non-defense spending. A bipartisan group of lawmakers said yesterday that they'd reached an agreement on an immigration set of issues, but it's not clear whether it would pass the Senate or if it would get President Trump's support. Lawmakers will be asked to pass another short-term spending bill next week to give time for negotiations to continue. Sharp funding differences on cotton and dairy. As we've been reporting, there are a number of critical agriculture issues likely to be attached to the final budget agreement if deals can be worked out. They include assistance for cotton and dairy provisions, but lawmakers have yet to settle sharp differences between the House and the Senate. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway tells Agripulse he's desperately trying to defend the House-passed provisions for cotton, which would make the commodity eligible for the price-loss coverage program. The provisions would be fully paid for and would essentially take the cotton issue off the table before Congress considers a new farm bill. Key senators involved in negotiating the issue are focused instead on writing the provisions in such a way that they create new funding for the farm bill. That means cotton growers wouldn't get the complete fix the House would provide. Moreover, the ranking Democrat on the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, objects to the House plan to use savings from the food stamp program to help pay for assistance to farmers. Stabenow said, we're just not going to do that. Any policy changes we make in SNAP are going to be done in the Farm Bill, she said referring to the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program. Conway defends the House approach saying that cotton farmers need help now. Co-ops, grain companies, seek joint tax fix. The National Council of Farmer Cooperatives and the National Grain and Feed Association say they are jointly seeking a compromise to address concerns by grain companies that they were treated unfairly by the new tax law. NCFC want a provision of the law that grain companies say would make it far more advantageous for farmers to sell commodities to a co-op. The joint statement says in part, the goal of these discussions is to arrive at an equitable solution that preserves the benefits that cooperatives and their farmer patrons previously enjoyed under Section 199 of the tax code while addressing any unforeseen impacts on producers' marketing decisions. The goal is to include the compromise in the budget agreement. Produce Principles, Chairman Briefed on USDA Priorities. Conaway and Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts got a briefing this week from Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue on the Farm Bill principles he's planning to roll out soon. Roberts declined to talk about the specifics, but he described the paper as a broad outline of administration priorities. In other words, it'll be nothing like the detailed and far-reaching proposals that the last Republican administration produced. Roberts said, referring to his committee, Perdue doesn't want to be in a position of saying... Here's the blueprint for the Farm Bill. We're doing that. No progress on pesticide bill. Stabenow blames EPA for the inability of the Senate to pass a bill reauthorizing the Pesticide Registration Improvement Act. The law imposes fees that generate about one-third of funding for the EPA's Office of Pesticide Programs. The bill has been in limbo since July when Senator Tom Udall of New Mexico put a hold on it because of EPA's decision to allow the continued use of the pesticide chlorpyrifos. Then in December, EPA announced it would reopen two pesticide safety rules to ease their age requirements. Stabenow said, and she discussed the issue with Udall as recently as yesterday, the EPA's efforts have not been helpful. They could sit down and work something out, but they haven't. She supports Udall's concerns about EPA's decision to change the age requirement. As for Priya, she said, We're trying to work through and find a compromise or a way at least to extend the current law. Study. Foreign competitors ramp up export promotion. The European Union, New Zealand, and Australia are all spending more on promotion of farm products. But the U.S. effort led by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service actually may be more effective. That's according to an Industry Commission study. The report by Informa Economics, IEG, for the U.S. Dairy Export Council says the EU is increasing its ag export promotion by 29 percent over three years. Analysts believe FAS programs are more effective because they encourage cooperation between industry and the government and are better focused on long-term export goals. Myanmar, also known as Burma, imported 35,700 metric tons of distillers dried grains in the 1617 marketing year. That's a 154 percent increase from the previous year. In the first three months of the 1718 marketing year, that's September through November, the country has already bought 10,600 tons, putting it on track for an even bigger year. The effect of Myanmar re-entering the international community after years of political and economic isolation will be a driving force in the increased economic growth of the country. That's the word of Caleb Wirth, U.S. Grains Council Assistant Director of Southeast Asia. Cover that brand. Cattle producers are hitting back at Patagonia. That's the sportswear brand that has been outspoken at opposing President Trump's reduction of some national monuments. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association and the Public Lands Council are selling iron-on patches that can be put over the top of the Patagonia logo. The $3 patch is billed as the cure for Patagonia shame. Here's today's They Said It. If you're not sure if the patch is right for you, then talk to a rancher or anyone actually impacted by a national monument. Yes, this is real. That from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and Public Lands Council video. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, January 12th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dalley.